Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. For more information on how CertainPath can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show and take away a nugget or two. Corey, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very, I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So uh, for those who haven't had the, the pleasure of uh, meeting you, could you share with everyone your name, your company name, and where you guys are located? So I'm, my name is Corey Piney. Uh, the company I work for is M&R Service. So we're, we're based out of Farmington, New Mexico, but I'm actually stationed up in Durango, Colorado, which is about 45-minute drunk from Very Farmington. So. Very good. We're talking for a great reason here in Washington, D.C., as a celebration for an outstanding year you had last year, as a plumbing advisor, you did, let's see, what, just short of $1.2 million? Yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, that 1.2, can you kind of break it down for people what, you know, large categories of sales came from in that in that 1.2? Uh, the majority of that was, I mean, what, the, what they call residential. So it's every, anywhere from hydronic systems complete to water heaters all the way to drain full-on replacements of sewer lines and, and water lines. That's outstanding. We're, we're going to learn about your process and how you uh, get people happily involved with M&R in a minute. Uh, before we do that, I love learning people's personal stories, how they got to where they are today. So let's let's dig in ears a little bit. How did you get into plumbing? Well, and that's kind of an interesting story. So uh, my, my background came from being a diesel mechanic for about 12 years. Okay. And then I went into like the trucking industry, and I I, I, I hauled hazmat Whoa. for uh, for an environmental company that dealt with oil field specifics. Yeah, and then I got into sales there. I was like, man, I, I want to get into that. And where I started dealing with multiple oil field companies, saying like, hey, you know, I can try to better your situation with better chemical products or whatever, you know. And and then uh, I've I've always been good friends with the owners of M and R, and we oh. you know we we're talking and. My uh, my brother-in-law is actually one of the owners. Oh, is that right? And he says, "Well, how how are you, are you happy where you're at?" And I says, "I mean, I mean, it's a good job. I mean, it's great." And he says, "Well, how would you like to come and put those talents to use here at the plumbing industry?" And I was like, "Never even thought about it, but let, mm-hmm. let's try it out." And it's 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 been a fun experience. How many years ago was that? Uh, it would have been about four years. Four years. Yeah. Ago. Okay. So so no no plumbing experience. Obviously, you're mechanical because you, you you had that yes. background. So what what was your training? experience like like how did they kind of get you up to speed on, on how to do the plumbing honestly the main thing is they just i would go out with multiple of the foremen the tech the technicians and i'd see what they're doing like hey yeah. they're going to do a water heater here uh this is how they're going to do it they're going to do a boiler replacement they're they're going to scope the sewer line i'm like man i never thought i'd have that much involvement with sewer lines <laughs> yeah but uh yeah and that was just basically watching the guys that have been doing it for 15, 30, 50 years, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah. So how long did it take for you to kind of, I'm assuming you got your own truck. Did, were you doing the actual labor at one point or did you all you know? I was, I was mainly in sales. Okay. I mean, I would, I would help like deliver parts or, you know, I always lend a hand whenever the guys needed some help, obviously. But yeah. Now, how long have you been in the, Dur- the Durango market? Let's see. So Durango, we'd be uh, going on three years. Three years. And did you spearhead that? Or were you the one that went up there first or was it already established? Uh, well, so Daniel, the, the general manager, he was the one that pushed that to, to sure. get on up there. And then I, he had me go up there first to start, you know, knocking on doors and things like that. And, and actually one of our first jobs was a underground pipe bursting experience. Right. And they, they heard about it on our website and they're like, we'd really like to know more about this. And Daniel said, get up there and let's give them an estimate. And they said, let's do it. And Interesting. That's how it all started rolling. So you said knocking on doors. Did you literally start not like door? I mean, and this a little bit. We got some like door hangers and things where we'd yeah. hang them on doors and just say, "Hey, this is our trenchless process. It's amazing." Oh, and that's how you promoted it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, between that and the website, you know, yeah, a lot of people spend lots of time on Google. So <laughs> for sure, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, yeah. So do people actually look for trenchless? I mean, do you, do you find that or? They have an issue, and then they're kind of looking for information on it. Well, and that's that's. I'm glad you asked it that way because, especially up in Durango, uh, there's just a lot of um, contractors, if you will, various mom and pop groups up there yeah. where they 
their main focus is not necessarily getting a lasting solution, but they're like, well, hey, we'll just come every month and, and clean your lines out for you. Yeah. And so we would get a lot of people that were frustrated with that. And they're like, I don't want to keep paying $300 to get my line snake. Can, what, what can you guys come up with? You know, it's interesting. And so that was a lot of the big push too. I mean, we'd been doing the pipe bursting in Farmington for many years before that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I mean, it just, it, it paid for itself. I mean, and then not only that, but we saw a lasting, like I said, solution for those people. And they're like, well, happier people. why, why not? And get yeah, that for sure. Now, uh, you made the transition. You learned the technical part by doing ride-alongs and stuff like that. You're a, you're a personal guy. I know you're probably good at sales. General, but we always still get at certain path. There's a process, a sales process. Did you go through much sales training, communication training with us or yes. our M&R? Yes. So, and that's what I really appreciated about M&R is they're like, well, we we really have bought into the SGI, the, you know, the success group. Like, that, this is what we want. Yeah. And And because it's not just... I mean, obviously we're growing the business, but it's also, if we're, if they're going to pay this amount to get this replaced or whatever, we want to offer them the best service. So we want all of our people, whether they're sales, technicians, call takers to be like, Hey, this is what we can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was definitely a lot of that. And and I remember they sent me to my first SGI training in Texas, of course, Dallas. Yeah. And I was just like... Um, I've never thought of sales this way. Like never. Like, Value-based. Yeah. It's just hard. It's value. It's not just, well, let's go ahead and see what you can sell today. It's like, this is how you present to a client and this is how you find out what their needs are. For sure. Uh, so you've been to, um, the service essentials. Yes. What else do you, is that the only one or have you been to? Uh, I've been to two different. I was at, it was a, uh, dispatch for profits and then it was oh, service essentials. Very good. That's interesting. So you got to see how that side you yes. work. That's great. I think, and tell me if you're wrong. When you go to training, it helps with buy-in, right? You get to see what the owners and managers see, right? It does. And you get that full picture. Oh yeah. And then when you go to those trainings and the and the bosses are right there next to you, learning and 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 you know diving into the same material, you're like, oh, this is you know this is across the board. This is what we should be doing. Yeah. And, what? and then you you go to a place like Texas or Florida or DC, yeah. and you see thousands thousands of contractors with plumbing, roofing, and they're all trying to live by those values. And I was like, wow, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think you mentioned it a minute before we hit record. It's neat to be able to talk to other people that do what you do in different markets and exactly. learn little, you know, tips and I'd say tricks, but well, little strategies or right? we're not tricking anyone, but like, yeah, yeah. But just how to communicate better or, or, or talk, you know, handle an objection better. It's, it's, it's a cool place to be in. Yeah. Oh, and it is. And, and the thing is, is none of us ever know everything so it's it's good to always be acting like a sponge and soaking in what you can support for this podcast comes from renai renai is the leading brand in the usa to provide residential and commercial tankless and heating solutions that deliver the ultimate experience with over 100 years of history renai has proven its commitment to quality safety and support behind everything we do renai is also the first major tankless brand to manufacture in the usa Certain PATH members will be eligible to receive a rebate on all registered residential Renai tankless, boiler combi, DVFC, and air handlers. Be part of a network that helps set you apart from the competition and grow your business with Renai Pro Network. It's better in network. Contact Craig Williams at cwilliams at renai.us to get started. All right, let, let's dig maybe a little bit in, into what you do. So you shared with me, I don't know if we hit it before we hit record or not, but kind of share with you what the types of calls you get you get sent on. So a majority of what we see on the daily is, uh, you know, my water quality is terrible. You know, the water stinks in the house. My faucets are crumbling and breaking off as we speak. Um, to my water pressure is terrible. I'm, yeah, I... I I have, we've had a lot of clients where they're like, yeah, my faucets have been this way for several years. And then when they realize that their water lines are solid as a rock, it's like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing to backed up kitchen drains to every drain in the house is backing up yeah. all the way to, I have no heat in the house. I have no hot water. I mean, it's, and these are the ones you all, you get sent on. Yeah. That's just your other point. Okay. Yes. Very good. Very good. Now, when you, uh, when you get dispatched on a call, uh, what, what, what process you undergo as you're going there? Do you look at the customer notes? 
how do you get your mindset right? What's 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 your process? Well, and that's a that's another helpful thing is with the like with the call takers. They're a huge part in that, especially with my role. Is you know they have a in fact we we've been using like a service Titan, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love that. But uh, so you can actually go and you can listen to the original call yeah. of the client expressing their frustrations or their worries, and then you can be like, oh, I see. Like so, they haven't had water pressure for so so long and so then that gives gets my mindset like okay so we've probably got a, a possible repipe we mm-hmm. can have fixtures that are completely plugged off i mean we don't know till we yeah start. but that just that kind of gets you programmed so you listen to every call i mean i try to right. and there's some i don't you get to listen yeah to. yeah you get busy or whatever but that's the because i bet you also kind of get a sense for the person's personality that you're, you're going to be dealing with. and their temperature you, oh yeah you, you can tell right off if they're just like easily set off or if they're just like i'm i mean we've had people call crying you know just like i just i don't know what to do and right. and you feel bad for them and so it's yeah sure sure all right so you, you do your prep work is anything you do uh driving to the call on top of that listening to music or you just kind of chill out or are you just I, like no i i have my i have my daily routines as you know i've got to have my got to have my jams got to yeah got to get get pumped you know uh but the other thing too is, and, I, and I'm not every day, I'm not successful this way every day. There's there's some hard days and easy days, but I always try to remind myself like it's gonna be a good day. You know, when I jump in the truck, I tell myself that. I tell the coworkers that, and you know, I'm sure they get tired of hearing that. <laughs> but it is going to be a good day. Yeah, we can make this work. That's great. I love that. I love that. All right, so you you get to the house. You know, you pull up. You get out quickly. Walk up. Knock on the door. They open the door. They they let you in. So. At that, right away, we got to try and, and make a connection, right? Make yes. a friend. So how do you go about making a connection? There's certain questions you ask or, yeah. or do you like to give a compliment right away? What, what, how do you go about that? You know, and I've, I've, I've fluctuated with this sure. through, through the years, but what, what I've come, become most confident and comfortable with is I like to introduce who I am, obviously. And, and when they get dis- dispatched, my information, it sends a picture of me and hopefully it's a fairly reasonable smile picture but, <laughs> but uh, this guy's coming to your door you know but i introduce myself and I, I do try to say like hey i know parking here's weird is this an okay spot where i'm parked nice, yeah. um and then i i go in and and i say so i would really like to hear uh before i tell you more about myself i'd really like to hear about what's going on here mm. like tell me what is the reason why you call us why what's What's the stress? Tell me a story. Sometimes I'll tell people. Sure. Now, will you do that in the doorway or do you go find a place to kind of sit down? Or? I usually I usually try to do it at the door and I, yeah. I, I try to read the client at the door. Yeah. Because you can tell if they're very nervous about you coming in or if they're just like, man, come on in. I want to show you this. It's I've got stuff everywhere. Yeah. And uh, so you'll let them take you right to the spot. You won't say, let's, let's slow down. And do it. Okay. Let's yeah. Go. I mean, if, if yeah, I, I try to read what kind of person they are. And, yeah. and if they're the ones that take me to the spot, then I say, hey, let's go. And then I just I just say, you tell me what's going on. Okay. And then I let them explain and, and even vent if they have to. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I'm, and then I'm like, man, I'm really sorry. Like this, I'm, I wish this was a better circumstance. You know, sympathize. Absolutely. That's great. Do you, I, I'm, it sounds like you don't, you know, sometimes people like, do do this, don't do this. They offer like a credibility statement. Hey, I've been doing this for 20 years. I know. I've... Do, you, do you do that right away or you just kind of let them vent and then go from there? I usually will let them tell me what's going on. Yeah. And then, you know, try to get a full feeling of what, what the situation is, the the temperature in the room. And then I, I try to reassure them right then and there with a the credibility. Like, I I promise you, I'm sorry this is happening, but I promise you we will come up with a solution. That's right. So it's you gonna, always do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's for, that's reassuring because, you know, if someone's crying, like you said, it's like, oh, my God, what yeah. do I do? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, and I and I go into more detail, like, and, and there again, it just depends on who I'm dealing with. But, you know, I say, like, you know, M&R Plumbing, M&R Service. I mean, they've been in here since 54. <laughs> and so we're we're here for the long haul. We are going to give you a solution that's going to work. And we will not walk away here until it is fixed or to where you don't have to worry about it anymore. That's fantastic. Um, I'm assuming you do uh, like a, a safety inspection or a home inspection? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, now, are you doing that like as soon as you start, you, if they walk you to the problem, are you kind of observing as you go and, and taking a, you know, like a, a digital picture in your mind? I, I do. Um, most of the time, I don't I don't get to the full-on inspection until towards the end. Okay. Um, I, I, I realize that works differently for multiple people, but yeah. for me, what I do try to do is like what you said is as I'm going, like they say, oh, my kitchen sink hasn't drained 
correctly in years when we open that kitchen sink up and I'm getting my pictures for my debrief or whatever. Oh, that's great. You can always take pictures. Yes. That's then you look and be like, hmm, that, that, that valve should not be caked with hard water deposits or whatever, or yeah. there's a big old puddle with a bucket underneath there, you know, so try to observe as much as you can. But yeah, how do you talk to this? I, I want to, yeah, this, I'm glad you brought, you kind of veered that way, because I want to talk about that. Someone has like a stuck valve or, you know, slow water pressure, and they think it's just a simple place of valve, and you're on your way, right? It's a simple 300, maybe in their mind, it's a couple hundred bucks fixed, yeah. right? Because they don't know. Or $50. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They don't know what probably costs. So how do you talk to them about, you know, this is an issue with the water line. It's it's just filled up, you know. Talk about maybe edgy. How, how would you educate me on that? Okay. Well, that's that's a good question. So right. especially if, if the job calls for low water pressure, mm-hmm. for example, we all keep uh, what we call like the lazy hand gauges where you can just thread it into a hose bib or a faucet outside or worst case scenario, you can thread it into the, the drain port of a water heater. Sure. And just say like, well, while I'm here, let's let's just take a look at what your main water pressure is doing right now. And we'll screw that in, turn it on and be like, you know, oh, it's it's only reading, you know, 40 pounds pressure. I was like, that's that's pretty that's pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, we're up in Durango. What we also get calls on too is we get too high a water pressure where it's blowing seals out of faucets left and right. My water heater's puking out the side. Uh, and because the city lines are running like 100 to 120 psi, mm-hmm. so it's it's a more so it's a it it saves a lot of time if you just throw a gauge on, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we try to explain that to sure sure. Do you then kind of go down to the water heater and go? And then that gives you not, well, I hate to say an opportunity, but you do see what the age is, the yes. condition is. So yes. you say, hey, Mrs. Jones, you go, so how do you then talk to him about, okay, so you got this, the bad water pressure, and now you've got, you know, really, it's a 15-year water heater. You can tell it's kind of leaking. They didn't know it. Yeah. So how, how do you go, Mrs. Jones, educate Mrs. Jones that this probably is, you know, a safety concern and, and just a, a concern in general. Right. So right about then, when I start noticing other things that are tied to it, like if I'm measuring water pressure and I see that. The, the connections on the water heater are corroded or the bottom of the tank is like sweating. Sure. I'm like, um, I wanted to point this out to you while I'm, while we're here looking at this, you know, um, is it a red flag right now? No, it's not. I mean, I try not to give them the scare mm. tactic, but I says, but, but if it was my home, like I would be worried about that. And I would appreciate if someone told me about it. Mm. Um, and then at that point I would say, and if, if you would like, I can also go just take do a quick inspection. Just make sure there's no other fixtures that are corroded and dripping or getting ready to break off as we speak. Okay. And then we'll even take pictures and, and send you the pictures if you have them. And if, if you're interested in us doing that while we're here. Very kind good. Of thing. So. so when you notice, whether it's the initial problem or the reason, you know, one of the other reasons that that problem is surfaced, use that as an opportunity to go, let's take a look at what other issues are just to make sure you understand what's going on. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Very good. All right. Um, you said you do a lot of water quality, so people either the water stinks, or I mean, how often do you? Go, I mean, do you go to a lot of like uh, toilet calls where the water yes. breaks down? Yep. So maybe talk about that. So I call you out. I think I just have bad flapper or whatever. It's an ancient toilet. Exactly. And all of a sudden you're talking to me about water quality. So yes. how, how does that conversation go? Well, so normally what we run into, and this that's the fact we had one just uh, last week. Uh, the client said, well, this toilet just constantly is running, just nonstop. I put filler valves, I put flappers in, and it just sits there just constantly. And so we open up the tank, we look at it, and we're like, oh, it's full of dirt. Like, there's there's a, th- a thin layer of sediment just built up at the bottom of the tank, even around the flapper. And so you know right then and there, if there's that much dirt there, it's also getting into your fill valve and more than likely your, your stop valve in the wall. Mm. You know, so we're like... Uh, this is an opportunity for a sediment filter or sediment carbon filter, just, just bare bones protection for your lines. Right. So in those situations, like when you, um, fast forward a little bit, when you're building out your options, is it for like a, a toilet rebuild, a new toilet, and then a toilet, new toilet with a, with a water conditioning yes. in it? Yes. So you, that's how you kind of look. Yeah. And then depending, and, and glad you brought that. So depending on the condition of the actual tank, like if we open it up and it's got some dirt in it. Then we go to look and see if the flapper's getting like hard water deposits stuck to it. And I'm like, uh, looks like it's been a few years since this toilet's had any pieces put into it. Yeah. So we build that in as a rebuild toilet. And then if it's a toilet that's just like ancient of days where it's like, you know, 10 inches off the floor kind of toilet, 
Then we're like, we could also give you an option to get you a toilet where you don't have to get a hoist to pull yourself off. <laughs> because, yeah. and that's that's just what you run into. People too. Oh, yeah. yeah. They don't realize that. Yep. Um, so, okay, let me let me take it this way first. So if you get one really old toilet in an old house, do you are you able to say, hey, Mrs. Jones, do you want me to look at your other toilet? Because if you're having problems with this one, Maybe you're having it with the other bathrooms, one or two bathrooms you have. And and honestly, what I'll do is if if she and I are right there next to the toilet, I'll be like, are you experiencing any of this with the other toilet? And she'll be like, most of the time, yeah, actually, like last month, I had to have someone come and put a little flapper on it or whatever. And then we'll be like, well, can we go take a look at it? And Yeah. You know. When, when you keep, um, I'm always with plumbing. There's so much plumbing stuff. Oh, man. So much. So, like, if you, you're like, okay, let's look at some new toilets, and maybe you, you get the soft clothes, the higher one. How do you how do you talk to someone about their options on toilets? Well, so I, I kind of have a little joke that I share with people, but I'm like, so we can provide you some options for a new toilet. Yeah. The coolest thing about it is whatever option we go with, we can get you what we call the right height toilet. Mm. So you're not going to have an issue getting up off of it. But depending on how Mercedes you want, and that's how I even word it to mm. them, and they kind of, you know, have a little chuckle. Yeah. They're like, well, Mercedes, I want a Mercedes toilet. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, because you can, you can spend a ton of money on a toilet. And yeah. so I just, I'd let them know right then and there. I was like, depends on how fancy you want to go, we can give you those options as well. So we, you just have certain toilets that you know you guys always use? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that allows you to build it. Yeah. So we have, like, like with the straightforward pricing, we'll have, like, our our standard deluxe and premier option toilets. Oh, okay. And so bare bones toilet is, it's all right height, but yeah. it's it's not going to be, you know, thousands of dollars to swap it out. So they at least kind of like, well, they got to ask you, when you say Mercedes, Corey, what are, what are we talking about price-wise? Do you tell them it's ballpark? Or you say, oh, we could talk about that in a minute when we do options. Or How do you kind of deflect that objection? Um, and then, and I, I guess I, I try not to look at it as an, an initial objection yet. They're just more so just, kind of shopping a little bit sure so i tell them i'm kind of vague at first i'm like well you know after the mercedes comment i say well you can be anywhere from your your basic of like a 400 to an 1800 dollars toilet just depends on what's the best fit for you guys yeah and we'll go more in detail when we can put our options together okay. and things very like good. that so very good that, that's a lot of the, the i guess typical plumbing issues before you know the drains yeah but so so you know I called you out for, you know, leaky valve, and all of a sudden we've gone through all these things. When you go to build out your options, do you like to sit down with the homeowner? Do you go to your truck? How, what are you comfortable with? So, and that's, that has been a, that has been a culture shift for me personally. Yeah. So before, you know, I, I got into the habit of like, well, hold on just a minute. I'm going to go sit in my truck with yeah. my straightforward pricing guide, and I'm going to start typing this all out, and then I can come back. And what I was finding out and, and with, you know, obviously with the guidance of SGI and the owners, they're like, well, actually it'd be good while it's fresh on your mind to like pull it out and be like, this is kind of where we're looking at. Yeah. And so what I try to do is whether it's in person and like up in Durango, there's a lot of, uh, homeowners that don't live there. They're, they're, they're out of state there. Yeah, we've got people that have like 10 rental properties. And so, but you still have to call the person in New York City, yeah, and be like, "Hey, I'm at this house over on Delwood Avenue, and we this is the situation we have, um, you know." And I kind of re-explain the situation, even though we went through this with the tenants already, oh, okay. and that way they're all on on board. And then we just do it over the phone. Do it over the phone. And then after that, we'll I, I always tell them we'll email you all of this broke out and everything with all the options. But I I find it's more successful if you actually give them the prices and everything up front in sure. person or over the phone. Yeah. How much are you, did, are you doing over the phone? I mean, I, I would say it's maybe like 60, 40, really? 60 in person, 40 over the phone. Wow, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's, let's, uh, well, either situation this, this works. Um, again, I called you out. I thought it was going to be a $50 pair. I think you said kind of shuffling and all of a sudden you've gone through all this stuff and it's thousands of dollars. Right. Um, what, you know, how do you handle it? I guess you always present it in a, with a finance price and some of that stuff. Yes. Okay. What? Yeah. So what we, what I normally do, and that's what I appreciated about the service Titan is service Titan will actually automatically calculate it down to a, the lowest possible monthly payment that it could be mm -hmm. for them. 
And so I'll always just say while we're presenting like, hey, so if you go this route and we do financing, you know, you could pay as low as this much a month, you know. What what kind of financing product do you guys use? Oh, when really goes over well. Normally use Green Sky. Green Sky. Uh, there's some been some other outfits that we've sure. played around with, like Hearth and Fortiva a little bit. But yeah. we're you know we're, we're still we've been pretty solid with Green Sky. What, what do people like? Is it just like the longest number of months possible, or, or are they like zero? Depends on the situation. But where I'm at right now, I think the majority of what what gets them is is a six month or a twelve month Saints calf. Okay, basically. Okay, very good. Now, you guys have a club membership, right? Yes. Okay. Now, do you always build... When do you, let's, let's back up a second. Sure. When do you first mention the club during the call? So most of the time, depend... Most of the time, I, I do it when I'm doing my options. Okay. I, I bring it out and say, there's other options that we'd like to, to share with you, yeah. you know, that helps make your life a little simpler. And we go into more detail about like what we call the Diamond Club. Yeah. What it's going to do for you, you know. And in this case, you know, we try not to, to say that it's going to save you money right then and there because a lot of times we'll get people that'll just say well i'd like that diamond club and then when i'm done with this job i'm going to cancel it yeah yeah you know so how do you limit the cancellations is do you require they have it for a certain amount of time or? so we, we do it for an annual it's an annual contract okay. basically okay. You got it. They, yeah we, we yeah. sign you up for the year and then we'll check in with you at each year and be like hey how's this been working out for you is there yeah. anything we can improve or do differently for you and mm-hmm I mean, you'll still get a few cancellations here and there where they were more so just focused on the discount, sure. you know. But do you build the uh, club in that every option or two or like how many? First of all, how many options do you typically build? So I try plumbing I, service type work. De- depending on how much is needing to be done, yeah. anywhere from three to like eight options. Wow, depends on what we're doing. Do people like that? They can see. I mean, eight options. I, I do get. I do get some confusion there. Yeah. So what I end up having to do if I have to go more than five. Then I'm like, okay, so what I'm going to do is tell you what these all are, okay. but then I can separate them out as in just individual estimates. And then send a lot of our um, clients that are, you know, elderly, sure. you know, nothing against elderly, but when they're elderly, they're like, what in the world? Just what, what do we need to do here? You yeah. know? And so it's like, okay, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. So how do you decide how to construct your options? Is it just based on the type of work or, you know, how do you decide what's, what's the bottom option versus the Cadillac, right? So, how, right. and then what do you take away from the Cadillac to make the two, the second and third options or whatever? Um, so normally I, I do try to build it more like, um, lowest to mid grade to, to highest. Yeah. And then after that, like I'll, and then I'll do, uh, this is a diamond club. And then this is also, we also do financing as another option. Um, the other thing that we've been trying to incorporate more is like, especially if it's a water situation, we also can install a smart valve for home. Mm-hmm. Most everybody has a home that they, they a, don't know where the shutoff is, or yeah. maybe it doesn't even have a shutoff. Right. And, uh, we talked to him about how this will prevent you from, you know, having a, a house flooded. It'll yeah. tell you what's going on. And then that's another option that you can talk about. Yeah. Now let's say, um, you know, you close the deal, but you're the advisor. You said most situations, I mean, are you ever doing a, you said a little, sometimes you do a little bit of a work. It's a smaller call or something. Yeah. Is there, is there a, a certain dollar amount that, okay, if it's over a thousand dollars, we're booking it for an install team or how do you guys decide when you do it versus an install team? And most of the time, um, most of the time, you know, it's either, it's either a lead from, from a technician that's already been out oh. or another thing where they're like, Ooh, this looks like a, a pretty sizable project. We'll we'll get a plumbing advisor out here. Got it. And then that turns into a lead, and then they that way they they get credit for it as well. But other times it's like if the guys are just swamped, and then the phone rings saying, "Hey, we need to run up to this guy. He's having low water pressure or whatever issues." And then we can go and okay. take it out. And then if we kind of look it over, then we can try to sell the project, get it all set up. For the technician, that way we can get it on the schedule. The technician can go out another day or that afternoon and okay. get them back online. I was going to ask, how long is the lag time? Sometimes that afternoon, sometimes what, it's much a week or so? Uh, we, we try not to go over like two or three days, especially if something is dire. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's a, if, if everything's flowing and everything, but they just they just want to have their sewer line replaced. And they're yeah, they sure. Then we're like, okay, well, we'll, well, we can book that out a few weeks and get it figured out. But what, what, how do you handle, but Corey, I like you. I was hoping you would do the work. How do you handle that, 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 
you know, I do, I do get that a lot. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I mean, I'm, I'm not tooting my horn. I just, no, you know, build a relationship. you have that relationship. Yeah. And so what I tell them is like, well, I'll tell you what, I will come when the technician gets here and I will go through over everything with you and you them. Go. You'll do that person. Oh yeah. So you manage your own schedule in that regard? I do. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, it, it helps a lot. Okay. Yeah, that does. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that helps kind of, you know, ease their worries. Sure. Sure. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm going to transition to, uh, more, you know, sewer stuff, slow drains in the sewer. So, uh, you go to a, a, a drain call, it got slow drains. I don't know what's going on. I think, you know, maybe as, as hairy homeowner, I just think there's too much hair in my, you know, it's just a quick fix and little do I know what's really going on under the ground. So how do you, uh, so let's, you, you talk through your process and how you handle a, a drain call with a, with a home. So, and like, especially like on a drain call, we, we always try to keep that to, to the technicians. We have, we have some drain technicians that will okay. specifically bring their small machines, large sewer machines. Um, and then we'll scope it out most of the time, you know, oh, I've got a kitchen sink that's draining slow or whatever. Yeah. We go and look at it and it's just full of grease. You yeah. Know? So then that brings us to an option of like our bio one treatment, you know, okay. trying to keep the bio one to where it'll treat every drain in the house. Sure. Or maybe it's just plumb full of hair and it just needs to be cleaned out really well. Yeah. Um, and so they, they, the, the technicians try to offer the options there of like some alternative cleaning and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but while they're there on site, they try to say, well, while we're here, would you like us to also take a look? I mean, has this been going on a long time? Like have you had a lot of other drain issues? And if they make any mention at all, they say, well, if you're interested, we can go ahead and check out your main line and just make sure it's not having any root buildup or anything like that. Okay. And you said you guys have a camera. Yes. And you and you use it all, how frequently? I try to use it every time we get on a call. Yeah. Sometimes our cameras will get spread out a little bit, so we're having to like, okay, let's make a note so we can get back over and scope that real quick right. while it's fresh on everybody's mind. Sure, sure. And then you get to, you, you show the homeowner what's going on? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so the camera, one of the cameras that we use, it's actually, you can just pull it up on your iPad, mm -hmm. and, and then you can be like, and I've even been like, well, will you hold the screen for me real quick? Yeah. Can you see that all right? Because we're going to go down some dark secrets here <laughs> let's see what you've been flushing <laughs> and they they go oh my yeah. and i'm like no 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 just you'll see what i mean yeah so then we start going down and then you can just slowly push the camera and be like so this is where you have cast iron that's transitioning into clay or orangeburg or whatever yeah. you know and then you can actually point out and then take a screenshot and they'll be like oh what is that oh well that's that's a root ball that's actually starting and it's actually pushing the side of the orange bird in, yeah. you know, and then they're like, oh my goodness, you know, and then, it, then it explains to them. It doesn't, it doesn't freak them out most of the time, but they're just like, I had no idea. Right. You know, right. So like, so Corey, what do I do about that? How do you, what, what do, I'm sure that question comes, yes. right? They're like, so can we go ahead and rod that out for now? And I says, we can totally rod that out. We can clean that out nice and pretty for now, but just let's, let's finish going down this line and let's just see. What else is going on? Yeah. And then when by the time we get all the way to the main or, or a septic, wherever they're at in town, you know, we'll be like, okay, well, you've got roots here, you've got roots here, you've got roots here, mm -hmm. and the pipe's even starting to deform. So it's not going to get better, yeah. you know, with, with cleaning it out. And we're happy to clean it out. Yeah. But we'd also like to talk to you about some, like, replacement options. If you, and then that's usually when they'll get into the concerns of, well, what about this $4,000 retaining wall that my husband just put in yeah or what happens to my landscape right well and that's where we go right into like well we can do pipe bursting we can do cure in place liners and yeah and get you all squared away now do you have that conversation as you're standing there looking at the the yes. ipad or you go sit down some we have it right there right there while we're covered in the stuff and we'll be like <laughs> i mean and we'll you know we we just we just mentioned to him like hey this is an option that's it's not the end of the world you know I'm assuming those small owners were like me when I, before I got into this stuff, I had no idea what pipe bursting and read line, like, except I barely knew that I had a, a line in my main anyway. So yes. how do you educate people about what each of those products are? So I used to just, it used to be diarrhea of the mouth where it was just like, well, let me tell you all this really cool thing. You've got a big head and it just does all this. And then you just see their face just glaze. Yeah. So what we did, and we even got into a little more with the marketing is, we have some people put some videos together of like actual us actually doing a line pool, mm -hmm. what we call line pool, the pipe bursting. Yeah. 
And then I, I just have a link and I go, and I can show you real quick what the pipe bursting looks like here. And so we'll actually click on that link. It's a short video. You don't want to bore them. Sure. But just so they can actually see the process, they're like, oh, I see. So you dig a hole here, you dig a hole out there. And then if you have access, you can burst through that thing and pull a brand new line. Or if you've got a cast iron clay line that's going underneath the slab and up this three-story hotel, guess what? We can go in from here and go all the way to the top and we can blow in a liner yeah. and then seal it up. Yeah. Do we have people are asked what in the, which one's better? Which one would you go with? So then do you get that card? Yes. Yes. So how do you how do you explain which one you would go with or or do you just say it, you know so, so what we do is I, we say we it just it depends on what you what your circumstances are. Yeah. So for example, if your line is Orangeburg out in your yard and it is completely smashed in, we say the liner absolutely is not the way to go. Yeah. yeah. And that actually and that and that helps them because they're like, oh, you're not just trying to sell me a liner. No, we want to give you what's going to work, you know. Yeah. But in this case, we want to burst through that thing and pull a brand new pipe in its place, you know. Whereas if we're having to go through three stories of drywall, flooring, and things like that, I was like, well, we're definitely not going to pipe burst that. Yeah. You can actually line that bad boy and it's ready to go. Support for this podcast comes from Goodman. There's a good reason that Goodman is one of the biggest names in cooling, heating, and energy-efficient home comfort. The brand has been around for over four decades and continues to produce one of the best values for high-quality HVAC equipment in the industry. It's easy to sell, install, and maintain. Goodman's continuous efforts have helped contribute to the success of many HVAC contractors like you. Goodman produces a complete line of residential ducted split systems and packaged units. The company's product line is supported by numerous technology enhancements, including the award-winning AlumaFin 7 evaporator coil. This evaporator coil provides an efficient option for installations in space-constrained homes. The drain pan and cabinet door design provide enhanced coil reliability, offering homeowners the peace of mind they deserve. Select Goodman equipment comes with ComfortBridge technology which allows the system to be connected to any 24-volt thermostat. With ComfortBridge, contractors have access to the CoolCloud app, which helps connect, configure, and diagnose the system wirelessly. It's no wonder millions of homeowners say, thank goodness for Goodman. Look for and be sure to follow Goodman on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So... At that point, we do you write out options on that, or, or, or you just is it all on your iPad and they can look at it? So right at that there. So then, like while we're out there in the yard with the camera yeah. still, so we're like, so after I get this all put up and everything, then I'll go ahead and get some measurements, get a total distance, get a depth of okay. like where it is at the house, out on the street, and then I can go ahead and put some quotes together. Are you needing to run anywhere right now? Because I don't want to hold you hostage. Sure. And they'll say, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the rest of the day. And it's like, oh, great. But if they are in a hurry, then I'm like, well, let me let me try to at least get you the dollar amount or the, the, the ballpark of where we're going to be at yeah. before you have to run off. And then what I can do is email you over its entirety, the quote. Okay. That way it's already in their mind. They're planning on it. Okay. You know. So they met, at that point, you say, I'm going to email you quote. There are multiple options on that quote. Or they decided, I, you know what, well, and I know some situations it's, it's just going to be relighting, right? Yeah. Versus bursting. Exactly. So, so you, you know, but I, I mean, are you sometimes sending multiple options on that? I'm glad you asked that. So, and, and especially like up in Durango and I, I toot Durango a lot, but that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. So I would say 80% of the houses we go to, they don't have clean outs. So we have to pull a toilet to even get in the line. So what we what we do a lot of times is we offer that as a base option. Yeah, we'll be like, well, for one thing, it'd be great if you had some clean outs right here, because then if you back up next week or two weeks from now, hey, we don't have to pull your toilet next time. That's crazy. We don't have to make a mess and drag blankets through the house. We can do it all right here in your yard. Yeah. And so just bare bones. That's our first option. Yeah, is let's get you some clean outs. Mm -hmm. um, if you want, we're already digging a hole in your yard. We can go ahead and pipe burst that. Yeah. And as part of the pipe bursting, we put in cleanouts anyways, and it's not additional, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we offer like the membership and the financing and things like that. And I, yeah, I want to make this, I want to bring this up because uh, it's interesting. I think people will be surprised. You guys really don't offer a full day to replace the line. Do you guys prefer to do the relining or burst? Well, when we consider, when we consider how much money and heartache and landscape it's going to save, we, we definitely go that route first. Yeah. 
Well, we will tell them, and we've had clients say, well, what if I just want to do it the good old-fashioned way, Corey? What if I want to get a backhoe out here and rip this whole place up? And I was like, it's totally possible. Yeah. And we will do it. But what you need to understand, and I, I try to explain them, like with this city that we're working with, you're, you're not only paying to replace a four-foot by eight-foot square of asphalt. When you're digging up that whole trench, we got to replace the sidewalk. We got to replace a 15-foot section of asphalt. And then all the material down below. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot of cost involved. Yeah. Yeah. So just try to walk them through there again, not trying to scare them, but just so they can see like, Hey, this is where you're, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you email someone a quote, how do you follow up? Make sure they didn't start calling. Well, first of all, are there any other companies in town that are doing stuff like this? I know it's a small market. There's, there's a company, um, you don't have to name names. <laughs> well, there's a company about like eight hours away that will, oh, that will come down to give quotes for like lining and things like that. But as far as like the pipe bursting, no. So when, so when you email someone a quote, you're not worried about them, you know, shopping that around for se. I've, I've had clients say, well, I would like to get another quote. Yeah. Just to, you know, just to do my due diligence. That's the phrase they always yeah. use. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I respect that. Yeah. Um, and then I always say, well, but at the same time, you know, and before this, I also go over, you know, the price doesn't just include us doing this project. The price is also our warranty and our guarantees. Okay. Whereas now real quick, when you bring that up, when you're showing them the, when you're out there in the grime and you go purely out and this, by the way, this is what happens when you work with MNR yes. through that. Okay. Yes. Now go ahead. Continue. What so, else do you say? So while, while we, while we warranty the install of this line for a certain period of time, we will also guarantee that line for 20 years that it's not going to give you any problems. Yeah. Like basically we own this line. Mm-hmm. And so if you do go get another estimate, I want you to, I want you to do me a favor and I want you to, to make sure you're going to get an apples per apples quote mm-hmm. because not a lot of people are going to even give you a guarantee that that thing is going to last that long. Mm-hmm. Very good. So how, how, the, your team that does all this, this relining and, and bursting, I mean, that's probably going to take a ton of training. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. How long have you had all those guys been with your team? Uh, well, so like for the pipe bursting, like I'd mentioned in Farmington, they'd been doing the pipe bursting for probably eight years before we moved into Colorado. It's the same team or a couple guys? Uh, some of them are same. We've, we've got a lot of new guys that came on later on after, yeah. after we, shortly after we came up to Colorado. Yeah. Um, but we've got a couple of foremen that are just, I mean, sharp, like just, they're awesome guys. Thing I love about it is even, even sometimes I'll run into some tricky, you know, three story buildings or whatever. And we'll be like, well, let's face, I want to FaceTime the foreman here real quick. And I kind of want to show him like, what is our access points? Yeah. And I even do that with the client sometimes so they can kind of see, they can hear what we're talking about and they know, oh, wow. So it's going to, it's going to involve. We might have to notch a little drywall under the sink or, you know, things like that to get all the access points that we need. How much objection do you really get then? I mean, we're, we're, I mean, I know, you know, you're a, I want to get another bid, but man, if I'm, if it is a homeowner, I'm thinking, if I'm standing there with you and seeing how complicated this is, and then you guys seem very professional and you've got, you know, do people go try and find other bids or they're like, you know what, you guys know what you seem to know what you're talking about. I like you. I mean, do you get much pushback? Most, most of the time what we get, we do, we do get some pushback. Yeah. It's uh, most money. It is. Yeah. Most of the time what we get is, well, I need to, I need to think about this. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I tell them, I was like, I encourage you to think about it. I, yeah. I want this to be what you want to do, you know, but I, I also want to remind you that this is not going to go away. Right. It's, it's got to be addressed one way or the other, you know. So people want to think about it. Do you just kind of say, hey, I'm going to go do something and, and give them like 10 minutes to process what's all going on? Or, or do you not even push it and just try to call them the next day? That's what do you more so that's what I do, yeah. Especially because a lot of times it'll be the husband or the wife that's there and they're like, well, I would like to talk to my spouse and just let them know like, here, this is what we're getting at. And I says, well, that's great. Can I set up a, a time or something next tomorrow morning that I could follow up with you guys to see if you have any questions? The yeah. way is still fresh on everybody's mind. Yeah. What is the average ticket on, say, a reline job? Um, well, and there again, it depends no. on the length. Yeah. Uh, but like a like a pipe, like if we pipe burst through the yard, you're going from the house to the street, and you're, you know, your forty feet line or whatever, we're probably like. 
probably like 13, five, 14,000 okay. on there. All right. Now, now the kids are expensive jobs. Yeah. And, and is the financing op, you said people before like the same as the 0%. Yeah. The Even on those, they, they like the, the zero or those they want to stretch. A lot of them they do. I mean, okay. and, and I'm like, well, I mean, and, but I, I give them all of the options. I tell them we have a five year at a low percent interest and then we have a, and a seven year at a higher percentage, you know. Now, how do you get big? So I know with software, it puts the lowest option out there. It does. Right. But how, so when do you know you got to have that conversation about, well, let's talk about your other financing options. Like, do they go, eh, what, what does that mean? What am I paying in, 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 in exactly. you know, interest? Okay. So what, what, what happens there that you're, you're reading the cues, the facial cues, like the wincing, the, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I can give you a better idea of what your monthly payment estimated would be, you know, if you went clear into seven years or whatever. Yeah. And then we just try to calculate it out for them right there on the site. And that way they can kind of have it in front of them and be like, oh, yeah, I could do, I can't do that. I absolutely can't do that, but I could do here or here. Yeah. 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 I will miss that hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Whatever it is yes. over the turn. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Very good. So on those kind of projects, how, how fast does that turn around versus when it's sold versus when you can put the new line in? Uh, yeah. So once, once it's sold, um, it, depending on how, like I said earlier, depending on how drastic the, the situation is, if they're flowing. Usually we try to do it within like a week or two, yeah. you know, of that, of that cell. That way it's, it's ripe, you know, in Durango this year, especially we got a lot of snow. So people are like, well, I, you guys, you guys can't do anything in the snow. There's four feet of snow out here. And I was like, oh, absolutely we can. <laughs> you know, we, I mean, it's not, you know, the, I'm not That's saying cool. that it's fun for the guys, yeah. but they're set up to do it. We're not scared of it. We obviously know that you need a sewer line. So, mm. Do you, do you ever deal with cancellations where, where you, you sell it or you get a deposit to keep them locked in? Or how, how do you do occasionally, that? Occasionally, we'll run into some... There, I'm, I'm trying to think of the diplomatic way of saying it. <laughs> occasionally, you run into some some interesting ones, if you will. Yeah. Where, you know, you, you feel like there was a good vibe all the way through the visit. They even left you a good review on Google. Yeah. But then, like, two days later, they call them something... something like scared them or I don't know what it was. And they're like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I just, I, I don't know. And, and, you know, we still try to address that. Like, well, I'm, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. Is there, is there anything that we could have done different there? You know, yeah. try to get their feedback a little bit. Most of the time what happens is, is if that line is what it is, they call back a month later and be like, I'm desperate to this. I've got to get this thing done. Yeah. So they, they know we, we've put a good taste in their mouth. They know. They know what's going on. And I tell them too, I was like, call me anytime if you have questions. If you got a, a family member that has questions, if I need to talk to somebody over in Geneva, I'll, I'll, I'll answer their questions too. Yeah. You know, and most of the time they're like, okay. Yeah. So sounds like that's happened. You've talked to someone from Geneva. Not, not. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just pulled that out. Yeah, yeah. All right. I was pretty specific. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right. Kind of wrapping up. Why do you think you're successful? I know there's probably a lot of long days, right? Is that where you're doing this? So how do you keep keep up the positivity and, and the, the work ethic to, to to sell you know the amount that you sold? Uh, for me, you know, it's I think of I think of my whys. I think of first of all, I, I I'm grateful for the work. I'm grateful for uh, the opportunity to be with MNR. Like they've been just phenomenal to work with, and they've they've been uh, patient with me. They've they've helped me guide me through the years, but. But when it all comes down to it is what, what drives me to, to keep on going is it, I, I just, I love, I love having that conversation with the client mm. and being like, when, when we, when we make that connection where they know I'm not just there to sell a job, yeah. but I'm there to be like, man, I want to make your life a little better. Yeah. Even if it's just, let's take this out and take some garbage out or whatever. I want to, I want to help your life. Yeah. Um, but that on top of, you know, I, I, I look at what I've done. And I want to improve. I want to. I want to grow. You know. That's cool. And you guys are you're a great company. There's just a lot of great people there. They are. To know them for a long time. That's, so it's, it's a neat place to be. I'm sure. Yes. Exactly. Uh, wrapping up. Very last question. What advice might you have for young plumbers or plumbing advisors new to the trade to do well? What would you share with them? Say it at Expo. <laughs> I think you know, and that that I asked that question kind of rolls in my mind a lot. But my biggest thing is. Don't, don't let an opportunity sit, you know, jump on it, jump on it when it's hot. And, and, uh, if, even if you think the, 
the job at hand, or even if you think the the request that the client has is silly or not may not even be a lucrative deal, give them give them what they want. Mm-hmm. I want to quote Corey on this ancient of days faucet, mm-hmm. and and I don't care about anything else in my house. I just want this faucet. Give them that estimate. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. Yeah, and you you'd be surprised. You'd mm-hmm. be really surprised what people will do. That's great. Well, very good, Corey. Thank you so much for the time. This was. Uh, really enjoyable. I uh, thank you for, for giving it to us. Thank you guys for the opportunity. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success-minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which elevates our entire industry. And please join me for future episodes. This has been The Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath. Support for this podcast comes from Yellowstone Local. Are you a home service company struggling to find experienced employees to hire? Then you need to schedule a meeting with Yellowstone Local, the undisputed leader in helping home service companies build high-performing teams. Yellowstone Local doesn't just fill open positions, they shift your entire recruiting paradigm, changing your brand into a magnet for amazing people and helping you hire people that embody your vision, your drive, and your commitment to excellence. With an intentionally extensive approach, you'll have a partner that builds and executes the entire process for you, saving you time and money while getting the best results. So in an industry where your product is your people, don't settle for less where it matters most, Visit YellowstoneLocal.com today and experience a different way to hire. For more information, contact Warren Lentz at 512-962-2638 or email Warren at YellowstoneLocal.com. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Certain Path family. Certain Path builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With CertainPath, success is made certain. Visit www.mycertainpath.com for more information.